This is professional wrestling legend, downtown Bruno, who is privileged enough to be on the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 111, and we are getting ready for WWE TLC, another WWE pay-per-view. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. Wait, who are you? I'm. I, I think I'm Dan. Wait, wait, no, wait. <laughs> I may who have is, forgot my name since I've been. It's been so long. Who is who? And you're in studio too. This I'm in dude, studio. This dude just showed up at my house thinking he could come back on the podcast. And no, nah, no, nah, we're kidding. It's great to have Dan back. We've missed him. Softball season is coming to an end, and now we can talk wrestling with you again. Dan, what's been going on in the wrestling world up there on the other side of Tennessee? Oh man. Uh, They've been uh, cross-promoting, cross-promotion, believe it or not. Uh, you know, the uh, the companies up there like to work together. And, uh, you know, uh, Tony and uh, the Tony and the, uh, the guy who uh, runs uh, Evolution Pro, I don't know his name yet, uh, but they've come together and as of, you know, a few months ago have been kind of cross-promoting and helping one another out and, and Tony, you know, he gets in and and uh, gets his foot in the door with other people, which is awesome. It's not something that's done here locally. Well, I was just about to ask, how crazy an idea I is know, that for local you know, wrestling promotions to work together? You come to Memphis and you got five promotions that hate each other and want to put each other out of business. You go across to the other side of the state and they want to work together. How about that? <laughs> now, did I hear recently NWA Smoky Mountain is no longer NWA Smoky Mountain? NWA, all of the NWA affiliates have gone away as of October 1st. Mm -hmm. NWA is its own brand again. Um, Billy Corgan and, you know, Tim Storm is still their champion. Um, and they're going to work from there. Um, you know, uh, Billy Corgan... He let all of the affiliate licenses expire. Even um, Golden Boy Greg Anthony and NWA Mid-South, they are no longer NWA Mid-South. They are Mid-South Professional Wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, and now NWA Smoky Mountain is Innovate Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we've got, we've got a good thing going, though. You know, he had a, he had a great locker room. Uh, beforehand, and he's got a great locker room now. You know, nobody's walking just because they lose the NWA mm -hmm. affiliation. So, mm -hmm. and and I'm pretty sure it's the same way for Golden Boy and them. You know, um, we weren't getting <laughs> you weren't exactly making more money just because it was an NWA place. You were getting exposure, right, right. But you weren't, you know, you weren't exactly making more money. You were just getting good exposure and stuff. Um, and you were working for a good company because they had the NWA affiliate. You know, but uh, you know. Like I said, you know, man, it's it's just awesome to be working and being productive with other companies. Um, the Shocktober event is coming up this weekend, and uh, it's at the Johnson City Rec Center. I highly recommend if you're in the area that you come and see it. And it's a, it's a cross-promotion event between Evolution Pro Wrestling and Innovate Pro Wrestling and... You know, I you know it's it's amazing to say that it's still amazing right, for me to right. say. That. Well, you know, it's like you said, man. There are these. I'm trying to use 
It's ego. It's, it's, it's ego more than anything. Thick headedness. It, and you know, you can call it whatever you want to, but it's ego more than it is everything. Right. It's I'm going to do what I'm I want to do, it's, and you're not going to tell me what I can do, and I'm just going to try to put you out of business. Well, and it's you and know, it's, and there's not a, there's not a single person in Memphis that's making a dime. Okay, let's just put it out there. Right. There's not a single person who in Memphis who's making a dime off of professional wrestling and being a promoter and running a show. Well, you know, you have you have so many different uh, minds across the spectrum here. You have one guy who thinks his show is the hottest shit, and if you work a ton of local shows, mm-hmm. you're not going to be on his show because then you're not a draw. Yeah, well, and then which, he doesn't he doesn't run for three months, right? And so, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to wait three months for his next show before you work here locally? I don't think so. That doesn't you know you work three or four months. You wait three or four months for you, this guy to run another show. Okay, are you going to run next month? Can I get on the show? Oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to have a show or not. Well, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, um, if you're running consistently, I can see putting that down. You know, and I can see hey. You know, if you're running, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan on running consistently once a month for the next six months. Please don't get on anybody else's show. I and, can see that, and I think I also think you'd have to be running a TV deal with those exactly. with what, those once a month shows. You know, committed to wrestling is not like that. They pretty much welcome in anyone who uh, who they can get, and we got a card coming up next Friday. Uh, it is committed to wrestling. No fear. New location. It's not going to be out there at the same place as RSWF. It's going to be 3835 Raleigh Millington Road, Memphis, Tennessee. Um, it's at the Naked Truth Liberation and Empowerment Ministries gym. And we've got a good card. We've got uh, your old buddy, your old running mate, uh, Damone Salavino and Brian mm-hmm. Valor taking on Final Hour. I think you've have you met the Final Hour guys? I may have met them, but they might not have been Final Hour when I met okay. them. Ronan and somebody else. Um, we've got NRG taking on the Street. Uh, got a, these young ladies, Aria Alexander taking on Jessica Andrews, and the main event. What I who I think is now on top of my list as far as um, professional wrestlers go in Memphis. Uh, we've got Bishop Cage taking on uh, Crazy Jack. Crazy Jack, okay. But Bishop Cage, to me, like he's, <laughs> well, he he is just something else, and he, I think he's a great wrestler. He play he 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 knows his strengths. Bishop isn't just a persona; he's a presence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he knows his strengths. He plays to that strengths, and he also does not show any of his weaknesses. Uh huh. So he, to me, he's all around package. Now, if you're and if you're running a Memphis wrestling show, and you're not using Bishop Cage because he works too many local shows, you are making a mistake. Yes. You're missing out. Because people will come, local people will come to see Bishop. Yep. I, 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 you know, who's on your show? Bishop Cage. Okay, I've seen Bishop Cage before. I want to come to your show. If you want to, if you want to guarantee a good show, a good house at a show, you need two wrestlers. You need Bishop Cage, I think, because he's going to bring in your local Memphis crowd. And if you really want to draw people... <laughs> I see you starting to smile. Dustin, <laughs> you've got to you've got to book Dustin Stark. Dustin, yes, Dustin, because he knows how to promote. Mm-hmm. He's if he if you sign him on to a show, you've got CW Television yep. every day. You've got the local radio show. 
Mm-hmm. He he plugs the shit out of his stuff on uh, social media. Yep. I mean, he is if if, to, if you want a successful if, Memphis if show, if anybody has nailed down the self promotion, charismatic, you know, just that that one factor that you that you're missing in just about every professional wrestler that's out there. If anybody has nailed down how to self promote themselves, it's Dustin Five Star. Yep, I agree. I agree. He's a friend of mine, and I will. I will. Um, I, I just think it's if you're going to ha- run any wrestling show in Memphis, it's worth to do whatever you can to get Dustin on it. I mm-hmm. just. I, I think there's too many promotional chances. Also, we've got a show coming up Saturday night in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Oh, I saw this card. Yeah, I am so excited for this. You've got Brandon <laughs> Baxter and Coach Mike Bellato taking on Derek King again, and Randy Hales. Is this? What is this, uh, Derek King's fifteenth retirement match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, is this the, is, this is re- this might be reaching Terry Funk proportions, but I'm it, not sure. It's it's, it's uh, <laughs> he's trying. Him and Austin Lane are going hand in hand. Yeah, that's true. Project. They're just gonna. I guess eventually they'll walk off into the sunset together. <laughs> um, superstar Bill Dundee versus Dangerous Doug Gilbert. That's, oh yeah, that's a that's a Memphis classic. I've right met there. Doug. Doug's a Doug's a great guy. Doug Doug's very nice. Um, I got to get him on the podcast. I've talked to him about. It. I talked to him at the last one, but it it kind of fell through because of mm-hmm. things. The King Jerry Lawler wouldn't be a Memphis reunion show without Jerry Lawler taking mm-hmm. on Wildfire Tommy Rich. Oh, Wildfire baby! And uh, <laughs> also, I don't know if he's wrestling in a match, but the Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol will be in attendance. I wonder. If they try to shave Lawler's head oh, in Jonesboro, the fans are going to lose it, and they they may all start jumping in the ring. <laughs> but this is going to be in Jonesboro, Arkansas, at the Earl Bell Community Center. That that when it comes to Memphis wrestling, when they would go up to Jonesboro, they always went to the Earl Bell Community Center. Yep, and uh, the, it's going to be a fun crowd. They really get into it uh, up there in Jonesboro. I got to go to the last years, and I'm really excited to get to meet a couple of Memphis legends that I haven't gotten to meet yet, like Wildfire Rich mm-hmm. and Austin Idol, and I don't, I gotta get, I think I need a Dundee autograph for up here, too. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, there's three autographs I'm gonna be getting. You, got, you, you can get some good autographs on the, put up there next to Matt Hardy and them. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Maybe I, sh- I should, probably should take that Lawler pick. I wonder if he, he would sign that for me. He might sign that for you. You think so? He you might. so? Uh, also, December 9th, Memphis Lucha Libre Wrestling. Uh, they are running a show. Uh, just or no, uh, my buddy Josh McLean sent me this, and I am. I almost had a spaz out to where I was on the floor pissing myself. I was so excited. Uh, Memphis Lucha Libre Wrestling, Saturday, December 9th, 7 p.m. bell time. Doors open at 6, 3766 Ridgeway Road, Memphis, Tennessee, 38115. VIP, $40 includes meet and greet and event poster. General admission is $25. Kids 12 and under, $15. Listen to, I'm going to start with the smaller names Mm -hmm. that are at least that I see on this picture. Okay. You got Thunder Rosa, who was Cobra Moon. On Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. Impact and AAA star Drago. Have you seen that guy? Oh yeah, he is going to be. He is going to be there. It's, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Pentagon Junior Hell is yeah. going to show up 
at this card. Hello, yeah. And former WWE superstar Ray Mysterio. Nice. That is a hell of a card for a local Memphis Lucha Libre show. Yeah. So I am I am beside myself excited to get to see Pentagon Jr. Rams. Yeah. I'm getting the VIP. I'm doing the VIP. Hell yeah. I've got to meet Pentagon. I got to get an autograph. I got to get a Ray autograph. A couple more. My wall's going to end up looking. You're going to have to extend that wall over here towards the TV <laughs> and everything and get that done. And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have to, you're eventually going to have a room full of them. You realize this, I hope right? So. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I just wish Memphis could get, We have. I think we have the venues for it. I wish Memphis could get Evolve to come through here. Mm-hmm. I wish they could get Ring of Honor. I think we have some perfect events. I thought Evolve did come through here a while back. No. Was that Nashville? That, that might Nash- have been Nashville. That, that was on the other side. Okay, okay. Um, but I really wish Evolve, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor at um, Minglewood. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that'd be a great, great thing. Them guys uh, would be hanging from the rafters in the ring, but that'd be uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it jump or, up too high, you'll or, hit the ceiling. Or you have the um, where the uh, where NXT last came down in DeSoto County. Uh, it, was it Lander Center? That yeah, they came? at the Lander Center. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that would just be so cool because then you, I can finally get Bullet Club guys or something yeah. like that. You know, I, I want to meet some of those guys. I mean, it's just. Uh, there, there's going to be a show in St. Louis, which is about five hours away from Memphis, mm-hmm. and Naito from Los Ingobernables de Japón is going to be wrestling on. I think that's in February. Mm-hmm. So, well, I did get a card here, and I think I, I think, oh my God, it's worth. It's definitely worth mentioning here. Um, let's see here. Um, they've got a Highway to Hell War Games match. Um, Obviously, inside a steel cage. I'm not sure if there's going to be two rings or not, but let's see here. PWS has secured two huge stars for their team with Impact Wrestling star Crazy Steve and hardcore legend ECW original New Jack. Wow. Uh, Where's this at? This is the one in Johnson City this okay. weekend. Okay. Um, wow. Very simple. Submit or surrender your opponents while using any weapon available inside the Evolution Chamber. Pro Wrestling South versus Evolution Wrestling. And uh, Crazy Steve and New Jack are going to be on the Pro Wrestling South side. Um, Let's see here. That looks like New Jack, Crazy Steve, and the Kings of Domination uh, versus the White Trash Millionaires, the Black Swamp Bandits, and Wayne Adkins. And I haven't – the only person in this match that I've seen is Wayne Adkins. Got a hell of a lot of charisma. Uh, lives in Kingsport there, and uh, just, you know, really cool guy. Uh, very good wrestler, too. Um, let's see. Cody, let's see. Cody Ices puts his career on the line for one last opportunity at Murphy Costigan Television Championship. Uh, let's see. Evolution Television title. So this is the Evolution guys. Uh, Evolution heavyweight titles, Jeff Storm and Jamie Gibson. And Illuminati's Chris Richards and Jordan Cage versus Impact Wrestling's Veterans of War. That's Crimson and Jax Dane, by the way. Cool. So that's two big guys on that one. Um, (coughs) Triple threat contenders ring match for uh, Innovate Pro Wrestling. Axton Ray versus Caleb Courageous versus Jimmy Rave. 
Uh, Evolution TV title match. We already said that one. Six-man challenge. Lenny Stratton and the Heat Seekers. And the Heat Seekers just did a tour of Tokyo. Okay. Did a, did a tour um, Diamond Stars Wrestling over in Tokyo, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they went on a tour with them. And they're fresh off of that, just coming back from that. And they're going to be in Kingsport uh, this weekend. Or, no, I'm sorry, Johnson City. They're going to be in Johnson City this weekend. Johnson City at the rec center. Uh, Lenny Stratton and the Heat Seekers versus the Phantom and the Disciples. And there's a battle royal. Winner will receive a future shot at the Evolution Championship. And the Jeff Storm-Jamie Gibson match for the heavyweight title is a dog collar match. Uh, don't see that too much. You no. don't see that too often, do you? No, man. I I miss Texas bull rope matches. No, yep. When Texas was the last bull rope one matches. I, I think the last one I saw was Eddie Guerrero and... Uh, was it JBL? Yeah, Eddie Guerrero and JBL. Eddie Guerrero and JBL, yeah. I think... Was there one between John Cena and somebody? Or was that or was that before Eddie Guerrero and JBL? I, the last one I can remember seeing yeah. was a, Eddie Guerrero and JBL. Because I can't, I can't remember who he faced, but I'm pretty sure John Cena faced somebody and won. So, but that looks like the whole card as it stands right now. So that's that's a battle royal and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. Seven matches, including a battle royal. Wow. You know, so that I mean, you got Carver Rec Center. 322 West Watauga Avenue, Johnson City, Tennessee, Saturday, October 21st, 7 p.m. bell time, Shocktober. And it's, and like I said, it's a cross-promotion event still. And blows, it looks like it, it looks mind. like three companies too, you know, Pro Wrestling South, Evolution Championship Wrestling, and Innovate Pro Wrestling, all three cross-promotions. Hey, Memphis, learn something from the other side of the yeah, state. Yeah, seriously. Work together, because I'm pretty sure that all three of these companies have realized they can't work against each other and make money. Yep. You can't work against each other and make money. It's pretty much a given. And I don't expect all five companies over here to get together <laughs> and try to make money. <laughs> just one or One or two get together. Two or three get together. You know, make amends or something. You know, these guys ain't even running on some of these guys ain't even running on the same nights, right? You know, that's what dri- that's that's what drives me nuts. Running on a Thursday night, you're running on a Friday night, you're running on a Saturday night. You know, you're not even running on the same night. Why? Why? You know, be putting your foot down and telling people what shows they can't work and stuff like that. You know, and I and I get the prom- the promoter stance on it. I do. You don't want to use the same person that show B used on Friday, on a Saturday night, because they just saw that guy. You know, you don't want to do that. And it, and from a promoter standpoint, it does make it, you know, oh, well, you know, this guy was used last night in a championship match. I don't want to use him tonight at all because he, he was just on a show last night. You know, I can see that stance. But at the same time, if you're only running once a month or even once every three months, What's the problem? You know, right. you can't nail people down to one show and then tell them, okay, I'm not going to run shows for the next six months, but you can't work another show. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it doesn't make sense. You know, RS, I think when you look at it, RSWF really is the only one running a weekly show. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I don't think MEW is running 
more than if it if it's running, it's running once every couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, once every couple of weeks or once every couple of months. Committed to wrestling runs once a month. Marco's staying pretty. Mm-hmm. So kudos to him. You know yeah. that's 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 what he can do. You mm-hmm. know, he, you know you 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 got to kind of feel for these pro- promoters that think they can run once a week and make money and still pay off the wrestlers and stuff like that. You yeah, know? we had a, we had a show um, and we had two shows back to back at the VFW uh, in Bristol. Uh, we were in Bristol and. Uh, we were at the VFW and everything, and we drew we drew a okay crowd. We didn't draw a great crowd, you know. They weren't hanging from the rafters or anything like that, but we drew a pretty full crowd, you know. Pretty much every seat had somebody in them at some time or another. <clears throat> we had Myron Reed and um, Toby Farley as our main event, and that main event you could you could have put that on a card anywhere in the country and it would have drawn okay anybody who's in in independent wrestling right now knows who myron reed is anybody who's in tennessee knows who toby farley is because toby farley he's been coming over here and doing tv tapings in jackson for usa wrestling he hasn't made made it over to memphis yet but i think it's only a matter of time before he does promoters listen up (laughs) because you know you need you need fresh guys and everything. Toby Farley is a fresh guy, um, and he's a he's a great great worker too. Um, but Myron Reed, you know, Myron Reed's gotten scooped up by one of the local promoters here, and he won't let him work for another show. Now, granted, Myron, I talked with Myron, and Myron said he's paying me a lot of money, and this is how I make my living. You know, which. How many times did you hear that from a pro wrestler lately? <laughs> right, right. You know, um, which I, I kudos to Myron and he, him, and another guy. I think it was Mickey Midas. Um, they form a tag team called the Brotherhood, and if you guys can look up anything uh, with the Ugly Ducklings and uh, the Brotherhood, watch it. It blew my mind it was absolutely 100 percent the most awesome tag team match i've ever seen in my life not on television not in you know not i'm not picking you know i'm not filtering in and saying oh that was the only one i've seen live and that's the best one i've ever seen live i'm saying television whatever it, it this tag team match actually blew everything out of the water cool so this and this is the company i work for this is the company I work for. It puts together stuff like this, and it draws more people through the door. Because if you see these guys on the show, and these are guys that work for Evolve, too. Mm-hmm. Mickey Midas, Myron Reed, the Ugly Ducklings, Jason Kincaid, mm-hmm. who blows my mind. Nobody has signed Jason Kincaid yet. I, know, I saw he was being advertised for a, uh Evolve show. Yes. So. He has signed with Evolve. But that's good. That's that's free, free contract guy. I mean, free, you know, free agent. Evolve leads to places. Mm -hmm. Evolve will lead him. But he's got he's got to be on Ring of Honor or uh, he's got to be joining the Performance Center or something sometime soon. Because, I mean, this this kid, he thinks up something new for every show he does. That's cool. He does not like doing the same thing twice. You're and, bl- you, go ahead. You know, it just it just 
it blows me away how creative Jason Kincaid is and everything. So, but we were talking about shows and everything. I got sidetracked. I'm sorry. That's all right. Your buddy Mo is holding two championships right now. I know. He's holding. He uh, won't let anybody forget it either. He's holding the SGWA heavyweight championship, which he's not a heavyweight. But, he's not a heavyweight. Um, and he's holding. I don't know. The, he might be a heavyweight. I haven't seen him lately. And he's also holding the MEW Internet championship yes which is not you know now he wants to challenge tattoo for the supreme heavyweight championship yes so he's always on facebook live go check him out you can (laughs) see and and if you do make a joey ryan joke because he hates those joey ryan jokes oh yeah um dan i want to before we get into tlc got a couple topics you you haven't been around to talk about Mm -hmm. have you seen the attendance at these wwe shows lately i have what do you what what two questions uh, what is the problem? What can they do to fix it? It's the product. Bottom line, it's the product. Um, live shows, it's hard It's hard to get people in for live shows to begin with because they know they're not going to be on TV. You know, um, Live shows are more of the low-budget fan. You know, it's... You know, oh, I haven't seen WWF in years, and they're coming to Minglewood Hall, you know. And, you know, we know they never come to Minglewood Hall. NXT might come to Minglewood Hall. They did that one time. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> you know, we know that WWE would never come to Minglewood Hall because they want to maximize seating and do whatever they can to get money. They're not making any money off of the live shows here lately because nobody's coming to the live shows because no everybody knows they're not going to be on TV, so they're like... Uh, what's the point? <laughs> well, it's not you just know? it's not just like the house shows. I mean, the and it's the t- it's the TV shows the too. TV shows are what's I nuts. saw I saw the same picture you saw a couple of weeks ago at SmackDown Live, mm-hmm. where the arena was barely full, mm-hmm. and they kept. I'm pretty sure they had to shift around people all night long and do whatever they had to do to make it look like there was actually people in the audience. Now, how much of that is booking, and how much of it is star power? There's three factors. There is, is the show affordable? Which, truthfully, it's not. It the Tickets to go see, good tickets. Good tickets where you can actually be right up next to the ring, hear what's going on. Hundred No, 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 no. Hell in a Cell? Yeah. Front row seats? Yeah. Uh, from what my buddy Fred told me at Freddie Felt 313 on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, twelve hundred bucks. Twelve hundred bucks. Okay, so you got twelve hundred bucks for a pay per view. That's pay per view. Correct. I was going for television. Okay, okay. but <laughs> yeah, yeah one hundred twenty bucks. I think. Is but this, the, this was the last time I paid for a ticket. Okay, and this was fourteen, fifteen years ago. It was the tickets were one hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy bucks a piece, and that was riser seats. That was coming. That was the first row right off of the floor. This is like the they got the floor sectioned off, and the people who get up and actually you know walk and you know to get off the floor, they actually walked in front of us to get off the floor, and we were on the we were one row up on the risers, and so that seat was one hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five bucks at that time, and which they had a good product. They had good TV going because Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero walked. I remember specifically seeing them walk right past me. Wow. And um, 
you know, they had they had good TV and they had good product at the time. If they're still charging that now, which I'm pretty sure they are, they might be charging twice that much for riser seats now. I am I am uh, checking in. I'm I'm on StubHub right now. Let's see. Let's go. We want to go where the camera sits. I want the best seats possible. Uh, row F, they have s- tickets for five hundred, three hundred ninety nine, two hundred seventy five, two hundred dollars. Okay, so and it's three hundred, three roughly three hundred bucks. There's floors. Those are floor seats. Okay. Yeah, going to Raw is not worth that much money. No, it's not. A- and not only are you going to get there, if you're taking your family, you're going to buy. You got your kids going to want. You got four, you got four tickets. You got to buy. Not only yeah that, and you've got merch you want to buy. Want to buy? Want to buy? Buy. Um. And also merchandise, concessions, food. food. You're going to be there for three hours if it's raw. Yep. You better be buying some water. <laughs> yep, food, food, water, all that. Uh, it's just it. That's that's insane. Yeah, that really is. And and you, you know that that's the first factor is affordability. Is it affordable? And right now in this economy, people are just you're, you. You want to hold on to your money because you don't know what's going to happen next. Um, the second factor. Is star power. Who do you have coming to the show? Are you actually going to have Kurt Angle, the Raw GM, actually show up and do an in-ring segment and do all that and to where people can see them? I think he's been pretty consistent Mm -hmm. with being on Raw. And then who are you going to have come out? Are you going to have John Cena out? John Cena's on the fence about whether he what he's going to do right now. If he's got a lot of movies, or he, if he's going to go the way of the Rock and try to get into movies more, or if he's going to, you know, stay with WWE or, you know, go back and forth like Rock does constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, Rock, you're, how you got you, you're never going to be guaranteed to see your WWE Universal Champion mm-hmm. on Raw with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, a third factor you've got is who's your up-and-coming stars? Who on Raw is an up-and-comer that you want to see? They have not spent any time building any new Mm up-and-comers. You've seen Bobby Roode make the transition from NXT over to SmackDown Live. We've seen Bayley come in. We've seen Sasha come in. We've We've seen the four horsewomen come in. We've seen the women's revolution. We've seen the, all this stuff, you know. But what have they done in the last three months to build anybody up? Not much. Right. Ziggler, you know. Yeah, but, and I, I wouldn't even say they're doing a good job with him right now. Ziggler, Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, all that stuff. You know, and and I hate to beat a drum that, you know, we've already probably put a hole in. But I'm pretty sure that half of the problems are Vince McMahon. He is stuck in nineteen eighty something thinking that this is the if this is this formula's always worked. And it's there's nothing wrong with it. And if we just keep the same formula, everything will be fine. And we see how NXT is booked. We see what we want on NXT. We want NXT on the main roster. We don't just want the wrestlers on the main roster. We want the NXT booking on the main roster Mm -hmm. because that show is booked right. Mm -hmm. Whoever's booking that show 
Hunter and all them and whoever his writing staff is for NXT, that show is booked right. Mm-hmm. It's booked well, the way it should be. And, and well, and the easier part of that is they don't have to book as big a show. They don't have three hours. They have to book exactly. Four. Well, as far as if they had the opportunity TV. to book three hours, I think they would surprise you. Well, maybe, maybe. I don't want NXT to do that. Cause I don't want them to do that either. Um, and honestly, I think Raw should go back to two hours. We all do. We all. You do. know, I they're gearing it. And, you know, it's funny because I think the main roster is geared for the ADD fan. I really do. Because if you look at the product now, three months ago, who was facing who, who was friends with who, and all that stuff, it's totally scrambled. It's nothing the same as it was three months ago, you know. Mm -hmm. The only thing that, you know, might be the same three months ago, you know, (laughs) We had our Orton and Cena, Orton and Cena matches, uh, volume thirty six or whatever it was, you know, you know, three or four months ago. You know, we're back to you know who's getting built, who's doing what to get over, you know, and they won't let them get over on the mo- on their own. Nope, we got to write you a script to tell you how to get over. If they went back to basics. I think it would help the company tremendously. Yep, I agree. You know, it it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel right anymore. The product doesn't feel right. And I'll be honest, I have not watched the last two pay-per-views. Really? Wow. And I used to be the one to jump up and say there's a pay-per-view tonight. Just leave me alone. I'm going downstairs. I'll drink a beer. I'll watch the pay-per-view. And uh, you know, it has it has a lot to do with the time zone I'm in. Don't get me wrong, because <laughs> now, because <coughs> now I'm in the Eastern time zone. Mm-hmm. Guess what time the pay per view ends? Eleven o'clock at oh, night. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> I can imagine. You're like one. It ha- and and I realize I have the network. I can turn this pay per view on and watch it at any time, but I don't do it. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, man, that is scary to me as a wrestling fan. You know, I don't want to watch WWE. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> Help me, well, Derek. Yeah, I don't, I, I, you know, honestly, I can tell you, I think the only reason why I still watch Raw every week is just because I'm so conditioned to it. Mm-hmm. It's just what I've done all my life. Um, well, if you started watching NCIS or something like that, Raw would be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's get into so, But, you know, I, you know, I, I say that and everything, and then I'll turn around and I'll say this too. I would love to be a better wrestling fan. I would love for wrestling to go back to the Channel Five days. Well, everybody do some would. Channel Five booking. Yeah, you yeah. know, everybody used to down. You know, oh, don't do that Memphis crap. You know what? That's exactly <laughs> what WWE needs right now. They need some Memphis crap. And I think you kind of get that with NXT. Mm-hmm. That's for no reason. Um. Let's go into TLC. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, we can predict this card real quick and give us a little preview. Uh, pre-show match, you've got Alicia Fox taking on Sasha Banks. Okay, now wait a minute. What's the next pay-per-view after this? Is it Survivor Series? I hope so. I think it's Survivor Series. I hope so because <laughs> we just got over one of the... We're going have, to the big four. <laughs> uh, which, But what, that would be good because that means an all-trivia episode's coming up with Mr. Chris Hollister. Ooh. I think... I Think I think I'm working out where we're gonna be. It's gonna be Oversell versus another podcast. Oh, so nice. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, Alicia Fox taking on Sasha Banks. Alicia's going back to her 
crazy as a fox deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. If she, if she, it, I don't know when it ended before actually. <laughs> she was because she that went over to two hundred five live and was Noam everybody's Dar. girlfriend. Yeah, Noam Dar's girlfriend. And yeah. Now this past week she beat down Sasha after a match, saying you know, and her thing now is she screams, "Where's my T-shirt?" Mm-hmm. Well, hey. If it works for her, if it gets her over, I think that'd be an awesome thing for Alicia Fox. I met her backstage, down to earth gal. She yep. came up and introduced herself as her shoot name, wow. which was I think it was Victoria, was the way cool. she introduced herself. And you know, she sat and talked to us a minute and had a little had a little mini conversation, and then went on about her business. Very cool. So very nice. Very nice gal. I enjoyed meeting her, and she was cool. And you know, and it's it speaks a lot to her work ethic that she's still there too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's just waiting for a nut, and this is it. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Sasha Banks to win the match. I'll take Sasha as well, um, unless, you know, they may want to string this along, you know. But uh, I think Sasha's got a better chance of winning than uh, Alicia Fox. And it's a funny story, though, that uh, it, was, it all came about as a result of uh, Nia Jax requesting a uh, yeah, apparently she's time not, off or she's something. She's not happy with her. her and Neville both. So. Well, and. They have fair arguments. Um, yes, they do. Nia should be the fixture of the women's uh, division right now. But anyway. she didn't ask for her release. She asked for some time, time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James for the Raw Women's Championship. Um. All right, so. This is going to get interesting. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, the whole thing has been. What's funny is they were kind of they were allies on SmackDown. Then they come to Raw, and now all of a sudden Alexa Bliss thinks Mickey James is old. Yeah, and you know a couple of promos about how old you know her shot. It was kind of shot with that uh, Carnival. Um, and yeah, you got Alexa Bliss as the champion coming into this match. Uh, the build's been all right. Um, like I said, it's just been pretty much Alexa Bliss calling Mickey James old and Mickey James. I forget uh, making fun of Alexa Bliss's butt for the most for lack of for <laughs> that's really all I can remember from it. So uh, I think it could be a good match. Uh, I don't see any reason why Alexa Bliss would lose the title to Mickey James. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Mickey will put her over like a million bucks. It's good, I can right? see, I, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, and Mickey, she was on our card uh, for the women's night here at Wildfire. Uh, Don't even get me started on that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was. It was cool to meet her and everything. And uh, I, I got to ask her how she wanted to be announced, and uh, she ran down all the titles and everything. And you know, she's the only woman to ever win every women's title in every major company that's still open right now. Wow. So, uh, next up, uh, in the order I think it's going to go, you got Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick, and Jack Gallagher taking on Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Jack Gallagher as a heel wrestling in his full outfit <laughs> and stuff. I think he's been doing an all right job. I don't get really get to watch. Is he wrestling live. in the suit? Yeah, he's wrestling in his oh, clothes okay. now. Um, and he's a ba- he, you know he's a heel. Uh, I really, you know, I, I don't get to watch two hundred five live because I mean it's just. I gotta hang out with my wife and you know live yeah. live <laughs> you know live life and everything and there's so much wrestling damn content to where uh, you know watching a cruiserweight show that the WWE doesn't even seem to be too high on I know seems um, I'll take 
I'll take Alexander Swan to win, just because. Yeah, that's I, 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 Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander. Um, I'll take them to win as well. That's that match is really of no consequence unless they want to keep a storyline going on two hundred five live. That's really the only reason I see that, you know, <laughs> going the other direction. Um, let's see, let's see, where do we want to go from here? Oscar versus Emma. Ooh. Now, I already have problems with this, what they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had women competing for a chance to take on Asuka. Yeah. To me, no person should even want to take <laughs> on Asuka, yet alone have a match with five people that want to do it, right? Does that, does, if you wanted to book her strong, right? Was, what, yeah. does, isn't, that a, isn't that weird that they would do it that way? You know what would have been really funny is more of like, um, you know, you had like a little mini tournament to see who was the number one contender, you know? And then at the end of the tournament, you surprise that person and say, "Yeah, you're number one contender now, and you get to, you get to face, you know, you get a, you get a guaranteed title shot after you face Oscar at the pay per view." <laughs> And see the expression on that girl's face change. You know, all of a sudden it's like, (laughs) that makes more sense than five women competing for the chance to take on Asuka. Mm -hmm. They should be afraid of this woman. Yeah. Obviously, they're bringing in her NXT history. You know, she was undefeated. And we'll see if the NXT history and the way people think of you in NXT bleeds over with Oscar. It has not on any single person so far. The only uh, person that has brought their NXT history over and actually flourished to me has been Samoa Joe. What about Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens, yep. Yeah, uh, and but I think Kevin I think Kevin Owens had it in his contract when he got signed on that he would only spend so much time in NXT maybe. before he went to the main roster. Maybe, but he's I think he's his career has flourished yes. since he's been in His career and, has flourished. And especially what they're doing now with him and Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. um, which I love. Yeah, I love, I love that too. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, I seen, I've seen, you know, I haven't watched the product for about two or three weeks, but I've seen clips and beats and pieces and everything, and I saw Shane's dive off the hell in the cell, which is just insane to me that this guy's well, doing this over and over and over again. Taking these insane bumps, so. But anyway, uh, no, the, we'll see if that, you know, if the NXT actual booking right it, it will has, bleed it, over. It, 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 it has to. It has to. You know, if not, the people fans are going to start being livid about this crap. Uh, when they did the superstar shakeup, uh, Vince was telling um, Triple H told Vince, "You can have anyone you want." But you can't have Asuka. I need her to build my show around, to mm-hmm. build something special around. And I was uh, talking to someone on Twitter, at Rasslin Mark, I believe is his Twitter handle. And he thought, he's like, you know. Seems like a pretty legit guy. Uh, well, he's, his his thought was Asuka never, you know, she never put anyone over in NXT. And she was the spectacle of NXT if you look back on it, you know. She, Putin, she was there's the different. One, there's different phases of putting somebody over. And I saw, and I forget who it was, um, but I saw Asuka actually cheat to win by by the end of her NXT run. And to me, that's putting somebody over. If you have to cheat to beat that person, that's putting somebody right. over. That's right. That's in my professional opinion, too. Right. If you had to cheat to win, you know, uh, if you, what can you do? You can sit in the center of the ring and go, you know what? I was stupid. She got me at the end of the match. That's all you can do. And you can just put your hands up in the air and go, well, hey, she had to cheat to win. I think know? he said he never, she never did any favors for anyone in NXT. And 
I'm pretty sure, you know, she was built to the point to where, you know, A, people were coming to see Asuka mm-hmm. and stay see her stay undefeated. And I mean, she's a, she's she's a spectacle. She is a draw. Yeah. You know, she is she's the in, she's the entrance and the masks, and then she comes in and pretty much does the Shinsuke Nakamura on people in her matches. You know, she works that strong style yep. and you know a lot of hard kicks. As far as this match goes, um, Asuka has to kill Emma in this yes. match. It has to if this match lasts over thirty seconds, it's a failure. She'll get well. I don't think no, it'll no, be no. a blowout there, like that. It has to be, but. If they want Asuka to be successful in the main roster, this match has to be quick, mm-hmm. and it has to be – Emma can get no offense in. You know, they've they've actually faced each other two or three times in NXT. So, I'll go with you on that, but I don't think – I don't think it's going to be as quick. It can't be, really. It, um, the, with Asuka, if they do 50-50 booking with her, mm-hmm. like they've done with everyone else, they're going to fail. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's not what this Oscar character should be. She should be a dominant. And the way they've pushed it lately, I mean, right, like, right, right, coming. Right, oh my right, god! Right, right, right. <laughs> it's it's, you know, it's. They, I know the track record isn't great with people like this, but it's not hard. Oscar needs to come out and just kill people. Mm-hmm. Just just kick the shit out of them. Yep, that's all she needs to do. That's what she needs to do. And hope- I'll agree with you there. Now, as far as it being like a squash match, thirty seconds. She's the female Goldberg or whatever. Maybe not that. You know, I see Emma getting a little bit of offense, not a whole lot, but I still see Asuka crushing her. Yeah, she has to. She has to. Asuka has to win this match if they want her to be successful in the main roster. You agree? Uh, I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Next match we'll say will pro- we'll be Kalisto versus Enzo Amore for the WWE Cruiserweight <laughs> Championship. I, 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 and you know, as much as everybody criticizes Enzo Amore, and I think as much as everybody hates him backstage on the roster, I love this storyline. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, I think he's been doing great as a heel. Oh my God. It's called getting heat, people. Hell yes. Um, if you hate him, he's doing his job. And uh, I, I, I still think it's strange that they took the belt off Kalista or off Enzo More on a Raw. Yeah. So I don't know. It was it, that was a last minute decision. You know that I've seen. You know some backstage reports on that, and that was a last minute decision to do that. Hmm. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, Neville and Enzo, and Enzo was going over in the lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. And Neville didn't like that, and he walked. And then it changed to uh, Enzo and Kalisto. And then it changed to Enzo and Kalisto with Kalisto going over. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a constant rewrite for the day. And what set it into motion was Neville walking out. So I think that played a lot into it, too. You know, and the fact that it was Eddie Guerrero's birthday. Yeah, that I think that, that may be the that too. reason of yeah. all. So, uh, so, but you know... I love the way that they've plugged Enzo's real, you know, <laughs> real we, persona, so to speak. What, what do we always say? The best characters are themselves turned up to eleven. Exactly. This is what this is. Enzo turned this up to Enzo an 11. turned up to eleven. You know, like Enzo needed to be turned up to eleven, <laughs> but Enzo turned you know, up to you know, eleven. You know, be, you know, it'd be interesting. Put Enzo and Mo Steagle in a room. Together. Oh my God. Enzo would eat him alive. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine those two sparring with uh, sparring with words. Yeah. 
I I I think Enzo would fry him. I do. Well, and and with Joey Ryan. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Enzo and Joey Ryan in a room with Mo together. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not. I'm. And I'm still not a big Joey Ryan guy. But now I get. Here's the thing about Joey Ryan. He comes in, and yeah, I'm not a fan of his stuff. But mm-hmm. I got to give the guy credit. He comes in, works a 20 minute comedy match. Mm-hmm. And, and then guess what? Probably sells a couple hundred bucks worth of t-shirts and so, shit, mm-hmm. and then leaves the door. And he's over. Yeah. I mean, hey, like I said, not the biggest Joey Ryan guy, but my guy makes money. And, and that's, you know, anybody, a, anybody I worked with, you know, would tell you that's total garbage, what Joey Ryan does. Anybody I worked with, Kevin, Nichols, uh, no. DJ, you know, Eric Wayne, anybody will tell you that's total garbage, what, what Joey's doing. But Joey's not doing it for them. Joey's doing it for the fans, and the fans are with him 100% on it. And they're, ba- they're, they're paying? They're the ones paying your paycheck. So you're doing what you're doing to appease the fans. You're not doing what you're doing to appease yourself. So you gotta de- you got to make a decision at some point. Are you going to do what the fans like to see you do, or are you going to do what makes you happy? You know what I find you know? funny? You know what I find funny? Jim Cornette comes out and bashes Joey Ryan for what he does in his matches. Mm-hmm. I heard at a recent show he did with um, Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Pritchard apparently brings these cutouts. Yeah. That, that he, yeah. He, well, there's a Vince Russo one. Yeah. Jim Cornette throws <laughs> it to the this. ground and whips his dick out in mm-hmm. the middle of the show. Yep. And pisses on it. Yep. So how are you going to criticize a man like Joey Ryan when he does it? And then you're going to whip He it? acted like he was no, pissing no, no, on it. No, or no, did no. he actually do he it? He pulled his dick out. From from what I've read from Ryan Satin well, like he I, I heard he pulled it pulled it out, but he didn't actually physically urinate on it. But well, he still pulled his dick out. He still pulled his dick I, out. Who, for everybody go, in the crowd to see too. I, it wasn't like he had his back to the crowd either. I don't want to go to some show comedy show with Bruce Pitch, Pritchard and Jim Cornette and see old man penis. I don't need to see Cornette's junk. Uh, Nobody needs week, to see it. So how can, you, <laughs> how can you criticize Joey Ryan? For what he does in the ring mm. and making money and selling T-shirts and all that stuff and getting booked on Lucha Underground and you know wherever pretty much wherever he wants, um, how can you criticize that when you're going to pull your dick out? You literally pull your dick out. Yep. So whatever. Uh, you whatever. can't. We got sidetracked. Know, yeah. Uh, let's see. As for that match, I'm going to take. Uh, I think it, I don't know. I just uh, I hate hot potato and title, but I have a feeling Enzo is going to walk out with that title again. I think he will too. I have that feeling. 205 Live needs that boost of energy. And I would, well, that's kind of a wrong thing. It needs that It needs that injection of charisma, yeah. that heel charisma. Because yeah. a lot of guys just come out there and talk and smile. Right. Enzo talks smack and talks shit and, it's, you know, gets your, gets your dander up and really wants you, he, you really want to see Enzo get his ass kicked. Did you watch Glow on Netflix? I haven't yet. Okay, I'm still. Yeah. Well, at some point, at <laughs> some point, Mark Marin, the Mark Marin's playing the producer, or whatever, the guy behind it. And at one point in the show, he does say, "It's all about the chase, baby." Mm-hmm. And that that sums up what I think is going to happen here. Exactly. Uh, let's see. So let's see what else do we have left. Uh, the demon Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail. This, this was a blown chance at bringing somebody else in. Sage Beckett would have been perfect for this. It was it was a blown chance at bringing anybody in for that role. Uh, what what did we call what Andrea? Yep, 
perfect. Would have been perfect. Yep. Would have been perfect. Anybody. You know, anybody. Or you could have brought anybody in. Not that this probably would have gotten over well with the fans. This could have been something where Bray Wyatt crosses paths with Bailey. And I'm going to, I hate to give this guy credit because I'm going to give Mo credit. No, I love you, Mo. I'm just giving you a hard time. But he could have seen, he could have been walking past and then cut a promo. I found her. She's been reborn and yep. I found her. Mm-hmm. Now, not that I, you should be kidnapping women on television, but mm-hmm. they had a chance here where Bray kidnaps. Bailey and makes her believe that she is Sister Abigail. You've got Paige, who's back at the Performance Center. Yep. Paige could have been a reborn Sister Abigail. It could have been anything. It Andrea could have been. would have been perfect. But no, I think Vince just recently watched Psycho mm-hmm. and realized, hey, that would be a great wrestling storyline. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so you got Bray Wyatt, and he's going to be Sister Abigail, and it looks like it's just going to be him in a veil <laughs> with the makeup on. God knows what's going to happen in this match. I mean, we're getting to see the demon. I always like seeing the demon <laughs> for Finn Balor. I saw, I saw a meme, and uh, I think it I – th- I can't remember if it was like Vince in the meme or not, but um, I'll go ahead and say it was Vince, but uh, it showed a picture of Vince, and it was like he was looking – He was it looked like he was watching the TV during the promo of Sister Abigail, and he, he was going – he was going. Wait, is this psycho? This is definitely not psycho. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, Bray goes, "Bray wouldn't hurt a fly." And Sister Abigail's voice he goes, "Nope, this is psycho." It is. It is. It seriously is. Like, you know, I know Vince probably doesn't know what goes on much about outside of his company. So I wonder if he was on a plane or something. And he just happened to come across the movie Psycho. He's like, "Hey, I got Bray Wyatt." <laughs> I could do this gimmick, and no one would see it coming. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make heads or tails of this. I think it's dumb the way they have gone. Plenty of, like you said, plenty of options. Ember Moon could have been, yeah, could have been anybody. Any, any, it would have been an opportunity for anybody to come in. I would have rather had a physical Sister Abigail character than what they did. Right, you know, right. and. It, you know, they may be looking at it like Bray can't get it over by himself, you know, or let's give Bray a chance to get it over by himself and see what happens. They Well, they you haven't know. gotten Bray over. Yeah. So that's the problem. You know, could you imagine them trying to pitch this to The Undertaker mm-hmm. back when they were trying to build him into what he became? Yeah. It wouldn't, I mean, you had a chance to make a new Undertaker with Bray Wyatt when you brought him up to the main roster. Yeah. You had a chance to Well, make let's not him. forget the night that Michael Cole got possessed, and apparently the Undertaker's voice came out of Michael Cole as he was <laughs> interviewing Randy Orton. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you do that, but... You know, that was, you know, but that stuff like that was cool. Stuff like that was cool. You don't deface the character that you've built Which and you turn know. it into, like, some sort of exorcist gimmick or right. whatever. Right, And it... Bray, you could have Bray Wyatt years. They failed Bray Wyatt years ago. Yeah, Bray Wyatt first off should be leaving, leading a stable of people. Mm-hmm. Luke, if he, he should still, had, still have the WWE title, he should exactly. He should still have the WWE championship. They put it on him for a month and then let the arsonist get it, which now it's in the hands of Jinder Mahal, and that's a whole other argument as to what they I doing. actually like Jinder Mahal as He's all right, but I think it, it's run its course. Now, I, want, I know they want him to be champion as they head over to India, even though he's Canadian, but they're proclaiming... <laughs> 
Indian Canadian. There's yeah, a <laughs> and, but they're proclaiming him from India, so those shows they're going to make so, Canadian. <laughs> well, they they're going to make so much money off the attendance at those shows with oh, him yeah. as champion. So it makes sense, but man, I'm just I, I, anyway. Uh, and you know this isn't this is just another chance for Bray to lose a match at a pay per view because I I have Finn Balor winning it. You know this this has been going on long enough, and Balor's already beat him. You a couple know, of times, a couple of times. I think Bray might take this one just to get that Sister Abigail BS going over. I don't I don't see it. I think it's just another way. For, I think they're just pulling nothing but ribs on Bray on Bray Wyatt these days. And so I'm going to take – you're taking Bray? I'll take Bray. I'm taking Finn. Okay. Uh, then that leaves us. Last match I have listed here, you have The Shield, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, The Miz, Kane, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Kane made a – You got like a five-man team there, don't you? Yep. I'm wondering if someone else gets added to that match that night. They've got to. I see. I could see it happening. Big Show maybe coming Unless back. Unless they're really up. wanting to put The Shield back over. Yep. Or what if like Samoa Joe showed up and helped out the Shield? That'd be pretty cool. Anyway, uh, let's see. So yeah, Shield's gonna win this. Yeah, Shield's going. I love how they had Kane return in the Hell in a Cell match or the cage match with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman this week. Kane yep. coming up from in the ring and choke slamming Reigns. And there's nothing that the Shield could do to help. And so I love that. Not you know I love the the, the tease. You know. Uh, Curtis Axel got tried to attack the Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. got beat up by the Shield, and was left hanging by his ankles from a forklift. Mm-hmm. And then Miz saying he was never the fifth guy. I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Kane comes back. Like, that's a hell of a return. And God love Kane, man. He, mm-hmm. you know, he's been the same character for years and still can go. Kind of leads to lose the wig when he wears the mask. Yeah. Because yeah. you could blatantly tell. It's like, well, we know. It. It's part of the mask gimmick, though. Yeah, whatever. If he's anyway. wearing the mask, he needs to wear the, the wig. Anyway. If he's anyway. not wearing the mask, then he doesn't need to wear the hair and all that stuff. But that's corporate Kane. But I love the return of Kane here. I thought it. I thought they did a great job. It was a to great me, job. he was scarier as Jacob Goodnight. The you know when he wasn't wearing the mask and he had the one eye that was all blue and everything and right. that was scarier to me when he was Kane you know who had been Jacob Goodnight in the mm-hmm. horror movie so <clears throat> uh, what's scary is me is going to be Mayor, uh, Mayor Knoxville Mayor over Knoxville. on my end of the state yeah, <laughs> fire insurance dude he is so he's such a freaking smart guy too yes, 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 he yes, is yes, such yes, a freaking yes. smart guy you know it's it's so funny how you run into guys like that you know. And they're, you know, you would think there's something else in the wrestling business or whatever because there, there's so many guys in the wrestling business that really don't have careers outside of the business that are worth anything. And Kane's one of those guys, you know. He invested his money just like JBL and, you know, he's become – JBL's like a freaking business financial advisor guy right, now. So, right. you know, uh, on Fox News or, or CNN was, News or MSNBC or whoever that will let him on there and pay for his financial advice. He was on that. And, and you know, I see Kane doing that after he retires probably. <laughs> so yep, We'll see. Um, as for this match. Uh, Shield. Shield. Shield yeah. has to go over. Like I said, I don't know if someone else is going to be added to the match to help out the Shield, or they may not need it, and they're just going to kick the shit out of the um, five guys that they're facing. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got, they're got they facing Braun Strowman. 
So I wonder if they do something where they take him out so early. Like Strowman. The Miz. Miz. Kane. Kane. And the bar. Cesaro and, and the bar. What if you had the Hardys added in there? Well, you, uh, Jeff's hurt. Okay. You, you, Matt's not on your card. Could They could add Matt and uh, uh, Kurt's son. Oh, God, it's so stupid that I have to say that. What, Jason Jordan? And that would be five on five. I don't see that. I don't see Jason Jordan. That's a failed storyline. Um, it could be though, because he was the one messing with the Miz beforehand. Yep. So they so. They, they could add somebody, but yeah, the Shield's going over. The Shield's going to get over. Oh yeah. This one. And their new T-shirts that they had. Right is it an elimination match or nope. is it straight nope. up first it's pinfall? A, it's a five on three handicap tables, ladders, and chairs match. So there's a way that you know they could do something where they get Braun out early. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, right now Miz the Miz team just has so much for it. You know, you've got the bar great tag team and then you got Braun Strowman I mean Jesus he's the monster of yeah. all so I, I still think somehow so Which that that uh, Brock Lesnar uh, Braun Strowman match was total bullshit by the way you think so yes it was total <laughs> bullshit that he gave him a German to start off with and he gets right up and then all of a sudden after you know two three Germans all of a sudden he's stumbling you know, and I get he hadn't had to sell, you know, he doesn't have to sell because nobody can damage him. You know, he's freaking undertaker in the hell out of everybody, you know, beat the, get the shit kicked out of you, get right back up again like Terminator, you know, but for Brock Lesnar to go over him with one F5. Yeah. Just like Samoa Joe, one F5 is all it took, you know, and then here, you know, we had... We had Goldberg, who took what, like four, five F fives or something like that, you know, three. and he, he hadn't even been in the business, what, you know, for a cup of coffee since ten, like ten years ago, ten, twelve years ago, right? You know, and you had to beat him with five F fives, and then all of a sudden now you're going, you're running through regular roster guys with one F five. It didn't make any sense to me. I agree. I agree. It was abrupt ending to something that really could have gone for a, for a minute and gotten Braun over better. You know, it's like you could have said, "Oh, Braun's lasted the longest against Brock Lesnar," and yada da 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 da. You know, it could have been one of those facts like that that you could have thrown out there about Braun. And Braun lasted thirty minutes with Lesnar. Holy shit, Braun's a tough guy. Then you know, right? So, um, I'm gonna take the Shield to win. I'll take the shield to win as well. That's it. Well, that's all I had for this week. Yeah, I can't think of it. Dan, great to have you back on the show. <laughs> we we have seriously we have missed you. It's, oh. it's fun talking wrestling with you. It's just fun to be around you. And, well, you know, you know I've, I've got a little bit of a rant that I had you know thought about in my head a minute before I got over here, and I just thought I'd spill this out out there too. You know, can we all in 2018 just promise to be better wrestling fans and be more satisfied? <laughs> it's, it will. You know, it's hard I, to do I, with WWE. It, it I is, get it. It is. It is. It's hard it is. to do with WWE. You know, what so. we should try to do as fans is open our minds up yes. to, to other wrestling. Let's go back. Let, let's as as fans, let's go back to the basics. Yep. Let's go back to when we were kids, and my grandfather was hollering at the TV because Downtown Bruno and six other guys were stomping <laughs> the hell out of Jerry Lawler. Let's go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, I think my for myself, my 2018 in 2018. I am going to try uh, to open myself up to more wrestling. You know, watch. I I tried to do it this year. It's hard. Try to watch more New Japan, Ring of Honor. 
evolve. Mm-hmm. Try to watch, you know, maybe maybe splurge a little bit here and there. Watch some of these other shows on, um, on the internet or however you can watch them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it. That's it. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. As we like to end every episode, we'd like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Dan, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? <laughs> You missed that, didn't you? I missed that. I can't hear it right now because I don't have you my know, headphones you just on. Just imagine it. I know it's it's in my head. It's reverberating through my head. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna go with all of the shield. All right. That that intro to them coming back and everything, and uh, you know, they're sitting there going, uh, "Oh, the rumors are true," you know, or the rumors are false. You guys don't have a team or whatever, you know, and uh, you know. All of a sudden, you know, Reigns goes, well, who said anything about a rumor? And the other two's music plays, and they come out and everything, and they're the shield again. That was awesome to me. That was really an awesome moment, you know, and it and it got hell, hell of a pop from the crowd, too. So I'm going with the shield, and, you know, didn't they wear their uh, – they were back in their uh, black military gear yep. for this past Monday, weren't they? Yes, they were. So, yeah. They went through the crowd, and people were touching them, and – I always, whenever I watch a shield come through the crowd now, I look for the one lady to touch them that's like, ew. Yeah. Like, has to wipe her hand off. Because <laughs> that Abby likes that. Or just like one guy that, or one gal that goes, oh my God, Roman Reigns swept. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, where do I want to go for my superstar of the week this week? Uh, let's go with. Let's go with Kevin Owens. Why not? Hell I like, yeah. I like Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. Those promos they've been cutting have been gold. Sami Zayn, not this past week, but the week before, one of the best promos he's cut since he's been. Hell yeah. Who knew that heel Sami Zayn could be so good? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we see him as white bread baby face. Yep. And he's been killing it with uh, this heel turn. So. You know, and, and uh, Kevin's sitting there going, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel, and a hand reached out and pulled me away from it. <laughs> Well, it was great at the end. Uh, at the end of SmackDown this week, as they're up at the ramp, I hear Kevin Owens yell, "Hug me, hug me, hold me!" <laughs> and he's talking to Sami Zayn. So it's good to see those guys have such a great chemistry together. Well, folks, that's going to be it this week. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a five star review. Also, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I am at Derek D E R I C K O V E R S E L L. I am at One Dangerous Dan. I'm all spelled out, and I actually have the app again on my phone because it. But I'm getting tired of it alerting me, so you may or may not get a response from me. <laughs> I think I blocked the notifications. Uh, but it's one again. Once again, it's at one dangerous Dan. I am on Facebook. I'm more responsive to Facebook than I am anything. Uh, dangerous Dan Matthews on Facebook, and that's it for me. Also, be sure you head over to www.oversellpodpod.com and check out all of our episodes there. There's a little about me. You can see Dan in his old wrestling gear. Which I may be donning again for my 40th birthday. Uh-oh, uh-oh. In March. Uh, awesome. If I start working out, it's got to be now, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also check out our Amazon link, and that's just shopping on Amazon like you already would. There's no extra fees, hidden fees, or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by shopping on Amazon, which you're already going to do. Why not help kick us back? We just get a small commission on any item sold through our link. And go check out all the stuff you can get on Amazon, like Munchkin. The best card game ever. <laughs> you get so much more. The DC deck building. I'm get. I'm on this card game kick now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so much fun. So much fun. Anyway, folks, you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.